And that is how we pop the cherry on copyright from the get-go. We got some McLovin today on this episode. We are convicted Christian community. CCC. We are a podcast that loves to talk about all things Christian. And today we're talking about love. Talking about love. <laughs> we got the love doctor in here. I'm talking and his about name's love. Josh. Josh. <laughs> Josh, you got any love, input in that? Baby. Huh? Input? This is where we got to play crickets, right? Yeah. We love, it, we love having a laugh. We love having uh, banter. And we love to talk about all things Jesus related. CCC, thank you for tuning in to this episode. But yeah, we, we aren't joking around. So it was Valentine's Day the other day. Yeah, the other day. And we uh we thought when's Valentine's Day? I forgot. It's every day. If you ask your partner, it's probably every Every day. day. It should be every day. (laughs) Yeah. I just want to start with a bit of a disclaimer. Yeah. Right. If you're looking for spiritual advice, please seek Jesus. Yes. Not this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I I was thinking about this as well because like we were gonna say what we're gonna say about this topic. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, but we're still single. (laughs) But actually, a bit of a highlight for what we're going to be talking about moving on yeah. is, is this kind of relates to not just your love partner, but just everyone. Just yeah. Everybody, yeah, the way but you care to everyone. We'll, uh, we'll unpack mm-hmm. that a little bit later on. All right, let's not keep the listeners hanging. What is the topic for today? So the topic for today is the five love languages, real or garbage. The five love languages, real or garbage. Now, we have some listeners out there going, what? Is the five love languages? I ain't seen that in the Bible. Yeah. What is that? I haven't, I haven't heard. I haven't seen yeah, that. Because our, our podcasts only read the Bible. That's it. Else. That's it. Yeah. Day night. Day night. CCC. The Amen. only we truth. <laughs> the real deal. The truth. I just want to hear the truth. <laughs> Nothing but the truth. So, okay. Is that the title? Real or garbage? Is that what you well, said? Well, I just sort of came up with it on the spot. I so. thought I thought it was five love languages. Is it rubbish or garbage? <laughs> is it rubbish or garbage? Isn't that the same thing? <laughs> Isn't that the same thing? That's all it can be. But no. <laughs> Um, <laughs> We're giving away our cards, like yo. We yo, are. This is just rubbish, man. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I thought. I thought. I was. I was trying to title this podcast, and that's what I came up with. And I'm just like, is it rubbish or garbage? Yeah. That's a bit. Because I stuffed up there. Because it was supposed to be like positive or negative. Yeah. Right? But because yeah, yeah. we want to dis- discover both sides, and I thought. Yeah. Maybe maybe that could maybe be it's a, a false positive. Yeah, maybe it's a false positive. <laughs> no no no. So the topic is it real or garbage? HD, do you want to fill us in? What is the five love languages? Yeah. So okay. So I prepared this. Yeah. Look at us uh, prepared for once. That's right. So <laughs> so if you have never read the Bible, uh, not Bible. If you have never read <laughs> the Bible on love, nah. If you have never read the book on the five languages, I copied this summary from somewhere else. Yeah. It can be a bit long, but I found it really intriguing. So okay. here we go. Okay. So it's by this man called Dr. Gary Chapman. Okay. Is he? He's uh, a pastor of a Baptist he? church. Yeah. Which I found really interesting. Anyway. So have you ever been in one of these relationships where you think you're doing everything, right? But you try to please your partner, but you're still feeling pretty frustrated. <laughs> this book might be just for you. All right. <laughs> You're giving them compliments, you work hard all day, you bring home them the bacon, pay the bills, you give them gifts and you even do some chores around the house, but they still feel unloved. I mean, what more do they want, right? It's incredibly frustrating. Super frustrating. And annoying. <laughs> so annoying. Well, the reason why they aren't feeling loved, in short, is that you are not speaking their love language. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, it's like a, that, that sounded like me. <laughs> that sounded like my story. Do you ever struggle with this? <laughs> I do. In fact, five love languages <laughs> is huge because if you're not speaking the same language as your partner, then you could be missing the mark completely and not even knowing it is basically the equivalent of British guy trying to speak to a Chinese guy. 
and that's not going to go so well. Is that actually part of the, yeah. the spiel? Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, not an official spiel, but like a spiel, like it's like a review kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. right, right. So, and, and the reason for that is because you guys are not going to simply understand each other. If you're going to mm. have a strong relationship, you have to know how you and your partner both give and receive love. The five love languages are therefore the following five. Words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and sexy time. So physical touch. Physical touch. Physical touch. <laughs> Huh? So that was probably the longest uh, introduction to the five LLs. Now, if you want to buy this book, uh, the link is available in the description below. <laughs> yeah. We're picking up 7% <laughs> on each Do we sale. get any uh, yeah, no, commission no. on that? <laughs> Amazon. Uh, Gary Chapman, hit us up. Gary <laughs> Chapman, hit us up. Well, we can just get an Amazon link, whatever. Yeah. I mean, well, this book is huge though. It so is it was massive. written, it was, the guy wrote it in 1992 and I was just looking at an article. It's been on the top 10 or top 100 New York bestsellers wow. since 2009 every single year mm. it what? sold millions of copies mm. and for those who, who don't know it don't feel like oh like how do i not know about this it's just a common thing that gets talked about both in christian and non-christian environments mm. i have heard this term probably since i was about 17 18 yeah in like different sects so like with like my non-Christian friends and with my Christian friends. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. this gets really talked about. Exactly right. And I think it is definitely part of the furniture in every Christian bookstore. Yeah. Let alone every oh, just, just secular, any bookstore. Any bookstore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's on the New York bestsellers yeah. list every single year. That's right. So there uh, must be some sort of value to it. But the really interesting thing, as, as Kay mentioned before, was that it was writ written by a Christian. It was written Christian by a Christian. Christian guys wrote this book. Exactly right. Um, yeah. So just going through each point. Yeah, let's not, let's not actually unpack it. So the first one, what's the first love language? The first love language is words of affirmation. And I'm going to unpack that in a corny way. Do you like yeah. hearing I love you or compliments or meaningful words above all else? Are insults especially detrimental to your relationship? If so, then this is probably your love language. If you discover that this is your partner's love language, make sure you give them genuine compliments and tell them you appreciate them often. Wow. Huh? Do you want to talk about that a bit or would you want to move like boom, boom, boom? Let's do you want me to give you, give me one example? Yeah, let's do it. So words of affirmation. Let's do it. Jesus and said you really did the nice research things. on this. I did, I did. This is all from my brain, oh. not from the internet at all. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. So one of them says, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. You know, that's uh, ways that you affirm what people are saying. Mm. Just pointing back to Jesus. Yeah, that's one example. Yeah, wonderful. But, yeah. Let's go to the next Second. one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Words of affirmation. You know Talking about language here, you and I, you know, having one of the most terrible communication. Episodes, yeah, I know. Right? Maybe there's something you got to work on. Some, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Was um, that words of affirmation? No, I think it's physical touch. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we move on. Okay, okay, okay moving on. This is a Christian podcast, everyone. Yeah, CCC. <laughs> Second love language is quality time. Do you value full and undivided attention above all else? One on one time with the TV off, the cell phone away. And no distraction is what makes the type of person feel loved the most. Cancelled or postponed dates and failure to listen are especially hurtful to this type. If this is your partner's love language, learn to listen better and make better eye contact and spend more time with them instead of at the office or glued to your cell phone. Ask them what they'd like to do with you and then schedule a day to do it. Don't assume what they like to do with you. Ask. Don't assume. Ask. Ask. Mm. And communication like, don't postpone don't cancel on these people what's what's this again quality time this right is quality time it's quality time all right quality time quality time quality time with jesus he literally lived 
with his disciples mm. for three years nonstop. Yeah. He spent a lot of time with them mm. as he was doing all these other things as well. Mm. But he spent also a lot of time with uh, Peter, James, and John, particularly. Mm. Yeah. Particularly Peter. He obviously spent a lot of time discipling Peter quite closely. That's right. But what Jesus also did, he spent a fair bit of quality time by himself. Mm-mm. Like we see him at times just going in solitude and praying. That's right. Also, it says, you know, meditate on your word daily. So from mm. our perspective, like this side of yeah. Jesus, right? Yeah. We, we, we spend more time with him every day yeah that's mm. good and that's doing it by yourself mm. so one of the ways to to essentially receive quality time is mm. having time for yourself that's right remembered on words of affirmation in the bible there is a reference this is my son uh, whom with whom i'm well pleased so mm. there's some affirmation so there. god just mm. affirmed jesus amen that's great wow mm. awesome <laughs> the third language the third love language, the third love language. is receiving gifts Sure, we all like getting gifts, but this type of person loves receiving gifts above all else. Gifts to this type of person mean everything because it shows the the love, thought, and effort that went into the gift. All right? I'm not talking about materialistic or cost of the object, but the thought behind it. So in this mm. verse, that birthdays, anniversaries, and thoughtless gifts tear this type of person apart. The cost does not matter. It is the thought. It can be as simple as a card or some pick flowers or a note saying that you love their eyes or whatever. Yeah. I almost say, oh, prepare your pocket, yo. Okay, <laughs> now, now, okay, right. Prepare right. your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> prepare. So it's not, it's not okay. just about the cost. It's a yeah. thought. The it's thought that thought. counts, as okay. people say. Yeah. yeah. Through, through a gift yeah. of, you know. doesn't even have forms. to be a monetary thing. It could just be like a letter. Mm. It's a piece of paper. Yeah. But I wonder how well people yeah. understand this particular love language. Gifts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. How did Jesus show gifts? Okay. Where does Bam, he just gave four thousand people food? Thank you very much. <laughs> Bam. He just Bam. gave five thousand people food. Thank Boom. you very much. It's a party. He just turned water into wine for the Boom. party to continue. Yo. Boom. 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 Gift. It's like a, it's like a roast. <laughs> Boom. Roasted. <laughs> and God gave Jesus. Is this Boom, sir? Boom. Boom. The roast gift. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he also just like he literally like healed people Amen. so it gave them that gift of health physical health mm. boom jesus did it all that's right the fourth love language is acts of service Ooh. chores around the house or errands that use the <laughs> burden of responsibility are the loving characteristics of this love language this can be as simple as taking out the trash paying the bills doing the dishes picking up the kids from school and so on broken commitments and laziness can make this type of feel type of person feel unloved Active service. Mm. Mm. Active service. How did Jesus show acts of service? He died on the cross. He died on the cross. Gave himself mm. up. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to read this passage as well. John chapter 13. Mm. Do you understand what I've done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, because I am. So if I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. Mm. For I've given you an example that you should do just as I have done to you. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Jesus literally showed us an act of service Amen. by washing people's feet. He yeah. said, copy me. Boom. Roasted. Roasted. <laughs> you got to stop with this. I've got to stop. i got to stop. Right, got to stop. We, Boom, loved. That's what I should boom, say. Boom, loved. Boom, loved. Yeah, let's change it to that. Boom. We'll change it to loved. loved. <laughs> boom, loved. Can we find anything in the Old Testament, you reckon? In the Old Testament? Oh, just split, acts of split service. Split the sea right for you to like go. Yeah. Acts of service. Yeah. I feel like you could find heaps of examples, right? Daniel, like he's about to get scorched and then boom, Jesus shows up. Spoiler oh, alert. Yeah. And mean, then it says, yeah. boom, unscorched. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Boom, not roasted. <laughs> boom, not roasted. 
<laughs> Boom, iced. <laughs> Icy cold. Icy cold, baby. So, yeah, definitely many examples of such acts of service. Oh, like, you know, giving um, Gideon, like, the know-how to battle the yeah. enemy as well. You know, I mean, but like you that. even see, like, different people like Daniel, Samuel, mm. you know, showing different ways of, like, acts of service as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Amen. And lastly, physical touch. Uh, this does not necessarily mean sex. If hugs, wow. cuddling, holding hands, and thoughtful touches are the most important thing to you, then this could be your love language. If their physical presence is crucial to you, then this could be an indicator as well. Any kind of neglect or abuse would destroy this type of person and their relationship. So this is this is really interesting because yeah. I think it overlaps a little bit into like if you require their physical presence, that's kind of like time. Say it again, sorry. Quality time. You know, if you if require you're... their physical presence. Mm-hmm. Could be a quality time thing. Are you, talk, are you talking about just a physical presence there, or like yeah, like if you, I feel like physical. <laughs> your brain. What man, you I talking want, about? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? I, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want any bit of this. Okay, I'm a clean person, as my <laughs> podcasters would know, my listeners would know. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely. I feel like there's an overlap with the time, the quality time and physical touch. Because like, how can you have quality time if you're not physically there as well? So yeah. Oh, yeah, get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, to be honest, there's that's a, there's all a, I'm pointing out. Like. <laughs> there's a lot of overlap. But yeah. I think that's really handy what you handed. So what you just talked about. What because, I handed out to you. <laughs> yeah. The information that you handed out yeah. is that whenever we think of physical touch, touch, we always think of like sexual nature to yeah. it. Mm. But physical touch is more than that. Yeah. And again, the perfect example for how you can love someone mm. is Jesus. Mm. And one of the best ways he showed love to people at the time was mm. physically healing them. Amen. He would actually put his hand on, on them people, yeah. and physically heal them, mm. showing love through that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Amen. There's obviously other examples that we see. Like we see the, the disciples reclining mm. at, at the Last Supper. Yeah. But even just various times, like Jesus would have been quite, you know, Hey, how you going? Putting yeah. a hand around them. That's like right. Classic Australian cultures, like get put your arm around your mate. You know, and, and other cultures like dapping someone up, like doing handshake and whatnot. That's let's right. always think of Jesus when he's seen his disciples. He's like, yo, bang, 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 bang. Pop, so, pop, secret handshake. Yeah, mm. that's it. Yeah. And one one time as well, Mark chapter ten, when the children came to Jesus, we see that he took them in his arm and blessed them, laying hands on them. Mm. One thing you mentioned in a podcast was the best thing that you can do as a Christian. Mm. The most uh, blessed way that you can love anyone, Christian mm. or non-Christian, is to pray for them. Mm. And quite literally, lay your hands and pray on them. Mm. And we see we do that, right? Yeah. Whenever you, you go to certain places, people put their hand on you mm. and pray for you. That's right. Why they do that. Yeah. There's a certain act in that, I yeah. think. Absolutely. And also, Timothy, greet each other with a heavenly kiss. So yeah. if y'all ain't mm. kissing your brothers and sisters, nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pinch yourself, guys. Pinch yourself. Right? <laughs> But yeah, I think that's that's really helped is us hearing that like physical yeah. touch isn't just the, the sexual mm. nature. To yeah, it. and lot, I think it's to probably it. because yeah. it's really tangible. Like you see, Absolutely. it is displayed really clearly. Yeah, that's I, right. I mean, well, like so. just like think about that with uh, with your friends and stuff like that, mm. Mm. and like your children as well. Like you know, pat on the back. And, yeah, yeah, and saying that you you've done well, giving mm. them a hug, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Holding their hands when you're walking with them, hundred percent, feel secure. Hmm. Um, and that leads a little bit into what we where we want to talk about with this is that like you know the five love languages isn't just related to to your love partner hmm. it literally relates to to anyone hmm. I, I feel like it was angled towards that it to, was yeah to it was marketed increased towards that. marketability yeah that's yeah, right hundred percent yeah here's where I have a problem though <laughs> uh, here's where I have a problem though 
Here we go. Oh my gosh. Bing. 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 Going this way. Problem. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yo, we love juice on the uh, CCC. Yeah, that's uh, (laughs) juicy content. Oh, actually, before I do that, I'll I'll just sort of talk about like how it's um, sort of like how the outro of this book goes, right? Mm. Oh yeah. So it says, if you're still having a hard time, uh, no, hang on a sec. No, that's not it. Which of you do you mostly identify? You know, you should have only one primary love language. It highlights. Really? Just um, one? Just one, apparently. Interesting. So sure, we well. may like all these things, but one of them should resonate with you most. Really think about each one. Imagine your partner doing each one in turn and see how you feel. Mm. All right? mm. If you're still having a hard time, let's look at a couple of ways to figure out your love language. First, examine your childhood. Did your parents express their love to you in a particular way or not in a particular way that you may crave it in such ways? Uh, you know, have it translated to how you express and receive it in another way. What is your first instinct when you want to show someone you love them, trust your instinct? And the third way is to look at it from your partner's perspective as well. Also look at how you've been hurt deeply in the past as well. You know, what's causing you to do this? There's a quiz on fivelovelanguages.com, which is interesting. <laughs> Not, now that you know your love language, think about these love languages from your partner's perspective. Can you identify their love language? I highly suggest you to ask them to take the quiz instead of assuming what it is as well. So they also talk about, you know, expanding into other areas of love, like we, you know, talk about it briefly. And apparently there's what's called a love tank. A love tank. Yeah. So what's that? Mentions that? So the love tank is that it needs to be fueled up. So right. if your love tank in yep. your primary area of love is empty if your partner doesn't give it to you that way. Yep. So you have to then fill that up regularly so as to then you know have a have a reasonably full love tank. And the yeah. benefit of that is having a full love tank apparently helps you resolve conflicts better and it just keeps you know your relationship on a good sale ahead right and so eventually i got, I got out, some questions about that but yeah yeah i'll talk about yeah, later of course yeah no, i'm giving i'm giving you material bro yeah <laughs> um eventually you'll burn out if your relationship is already running out on, on fumes then it'll take a while for the love tank to get full so keep it keep speaking each other the love language over and over and over time your relationship will start going the right direction okay um, right, so that's right. how it sort of goes down. Make sure you, you know, explore it and then, you know, make a commitment to do something special about it each week so that there is like a tangible effort being made around these elements, right? Mm. Issues come in when you can't communicate with the other person, such as like children, you know, or bros who don't talk, you know, <laughs> or whatever, right? But yeah, that's how the book ends. But here's, here's where I have a problem is, is in the use of this book. Okay. What do you mean? In relationships. So yeah. it's just as much about your partner as it is about yourself yeah right. but you know you go on dates and stuff and they're like this is how i want to be alive it seems almost aggressive to me oh you mean people like yo this is this my, is how i want to be alive. this is my love language yeah, yeah. this is how i want to receive it yeah i yeah. want to receive it so give it to me has that happened to you way. yeah do you want I mean, to share an example no. don't name names no. <laughs> No. Initially, it's in love, hi too. Surely you got an example from it. I do, from but it's just, I just felt like that's really selfish and they weren't really willing to change it either. <coughs> so because of this compartmentalization, I mean, yeah, yeah. If then we would also, it made me question how much of a beef than this person has with Jesus. This person might have with Jesus. Not the best way to put it, I understand. But are you going to Jesus and saying, hey, I don't like you sending my, me your love in this, in this, in this way. Yeah, and I yeah, do yeah. like it when you send yep. me your love in this, in this, in mm, this, in this way. Yeah. Like I understand Jesus approaches you yeah. in ways, but you know, there's also tough love as well. Oh, definitely. And that's the thing. I think sometimes the love languages can mask selfishness. Mm. Because it goes, how do I receive love? Mm. Then therefore, external 
sources need to love me this way. Mm. And as you will realize is that people have different love languages in a way that they give and receive. Yeah. But then if you're only experiencing it and, and wanting it in one component, mm. you're going to lack all the other ways that people might express love. Exactly. And right. like you just mentioned, Jesus didn't come and just say like, yo, this is the only way you're going to get love yeah. for eternity. From me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But even from other people. He's actually probably presenting those opportunities where you might not be receiving love the way you want to, yeah. but is using that opportunity to grow you, you as a to person. see mm. love yeah. deeper and further than what you think you can see. Absolutely. Because otherwise you will be compartmentalized in the love that you want to receive, yeah. which is broken of it in itself. 100%. Right. And, yeah. and it's sometimes misdefined if you don't yeah. go through the details of these love as well. Yeah. And not to mention there's probably 500 million other love languages yeah, that right. you could probably mention, right? Because mm-hmm. love is a complex thing. It is, yeah. And so if you are telling somebody, this is how I want my love and not expecting to, I guess, mold that and shape that around the other person and how you communicate with that other person as well, then you're stuffed. What if it's somebody that you have to love, like your family? Mm, yeah. Just because they yeah. don't show the love that you want it to be, you're not going to evolve mm. that and to, to build on that? Yeah. Yeah. And vice versa as well. So I think presenting your primary love language to your partner, yours especially. Yeah. I think it's a dangerous thing. You got to do it really carefully. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Just in case it can be used as a weapon. Anything can be used in a negative way. Anything can be used in a positive way. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just been my experience. That's another thing. I was, I was, when I was, as I was reading through this, I I was reading a particular conversation. I was saying Mm. uh, the love languages can be deadly where somebody abuses love by expressing the way that they want to be loved so that they can get love from you. Does that make mm. sense? Yeah. So like it, it can kind of lead to a, abuse as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm. Like, yo, like you gotta, you gotta love me this way. You gotta love me this way. And like almost forcing the other person to, to do what you want mm. because that's the only way that you think you experience love. Yeah. And I think from like a Christian brother and a non-Christian brother, like a Christian friend and non-Christian friend perspective yeah. as well. Like I think it's important as Christians from a to a non-christian counterpart you have to think about how they want to be loved initially so that they understand the love and i think that's part of the reason why jesus expresses love in so many different ways yeah is that someone who doesn't know the love of jesus christ can come and hear it and then go wow that's like he'll hear they'll hear one of them and they go wow that's really amazing and then that's like how that's how jesus sucks you in right (laughs) well that's the thing is like what 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 was jesus love language every language every every language right and then and then i think at the beginning as someone who's coming into the faith will gravitate towards the one that they like and then that's yeah. how they get sucked in. But then afterwards, you got to realize Jesus' love comes in every form. You got to accept every love of Jesus yeah. Christ, right? Yeah. Which one of them also includes, and I can speak quite generally about this as well, is, for example, rebuking from your mm. brothers. Well. You mm. have to take it. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. 100%. I wonder which one that would fit into. Is that act, act of service? service? Maybe, act, act of Maybe service. it's like, I affirm See, you are sinning. The system's already broken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, no, compute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just want to remind everyone we're single. <laughs> um, you know what? One of the things that I do have an issue with it as well is that, like we've sort of been talking about, is that it really systematically breaks down love to the point where, like, it'd be so boring in a relationship if, like you said, like that outro said, literally do it every week. Mm. So let's just say if my partner's love language is quality time. Yeah. And I just sat down every Thursday. All oh, right. Oh, Thursday, 7 p.m. All right, love. Let's sit down and uh, talk about your life. It's a, it's a time to do our love language. And just do that every every single week. Like, yeah. you just get boring, right? Yeah. Because it means that, like, that there's only one avenue and it's just quality time. Yeah. How about all the other ones? Like, I'm sure every person would love, you know, a word of affirmation. Yeah. Uh, quality, like, quality time, physical touch, mm. gifts. 
it'd get really boring if it was just we're only honing in on this because that's yeah. our best way of showing love. Yeah. The other thing as well is like the empty tank analogy. That sounds whack. Okay. Tell because me. what if somebody's like, you know, like, yo, I've got this massive tank. Yeah. Like I'm like Usain Bolt, you know what I mean? Like I need a lot, I need a lot of energy. So I need you to keep, keep feeding me. Yeah. Keep feeding me, keep feeding me. And this is what we're talking about with abuse stuff. Mm. Keep feeding me. Like, oh, uh, gifts, gifts. Mm. Where's my gift? Where's my gift? I need it. Mm. I, like I'm stressed. I've had a busy, busy week at, at work. You know, my family's causing me issues. Mm. The kids are playing up. Mm. Like I've got all of these things going on. My my tank is running dry and you haven't even given me a gift. Mm. What are you doing? You know what yeah. I mean? Like I feel like that idea of like a tank and it's running empty mm. is subjective. Mm. And therefore like how can anyone, even if you're they're your partner, you're, you're married to that person, like how are they ever going to really know that and also puts a lot of onus on that other person? Exactly right. I mean, if you think about the love tank as well, I mean, let's bring Jesus into the picture, right? Because Love tank? Yeah. Love tank, baby. You mean Shaq? <laughs> I was remixing there. One day our podcast will be so big that we'll be able to just like, can we remix that? Yeah, that's it. Jackie. We'll call <laughs> Jackie Yo. <laughs> Jackie Yo. <laughs> Giving our position away a bit there. Jesus, right? <laughs> Correct. End of, end of podcast. Let's end of podcast. Yeah. Next. Thank you, next. Yeah. Do we have a love tank with Jesus? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think, know whether I like that but analogy. I think, but I think is... Because your issue with love tank is that it, it can be immensely big. I mean, it can like be onerous. subjective. Yeah, subjective yeah. and it can be onerous. Yeah. Based on the, the, the extremity of the subjectiveness, mm. it can be very onerous on your partner and therefore there's elements of abuse and yeah. burnout, and yeah. etc. I think human beings are incredibly needy. Yeah. We need of a course. lot of stuff, right? We do. Yeah, we need a lot of stuff. <laughs> we need a lot of things. We need a lot of love. We need a lot of attention. Yeah. But I think that's... If you're going to have a love tank, if you feel like you need a love tank, if you feel like you need filling, yeah. seeking in anything of this world is going to cause destruction. I mean, we talked about this with a with a very edifying testimony that we had from our friend in the yeah. other episode, right? Yeah. So these, these these holes and these gaps that we're trying to fill in our lives, yeah, yeah. that love tank that we deem is empty, mm-hmm. I think is better expressed, better filled by the love of Jesus. So if you're going to have a tank, Show how empty it is to God and see how he fills it up. This is my encouragement anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Do you know what's really cool though? Tell me. Is I've had these conversations, like I was saying earlier in the podcast, with yeah. Christians and non-Christians. Yeah. So I think that this um, this whole topic and idea really resonates with a lot of people. We've talked a little bit of like some issues with the love languages. Mm. I think we should share some like positives of how it's actually helped develop and grow relationships. Yeah. Because that's what this this book was about. The guy didn't write this and be like, this is the explanation for love. Yeah. He wrote this as, this is how we can go about relationships better. Yeah. So when we also understand that idea of why this guy wrote it, we're not going to like really roast Gary Chapman. Yeah. And be like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. There's heaps of, of examples of how like the idea of this system has really helped people. And like we can always share with like in our own lives with people that we might have dated but even our friendships and stuff yeah you know i mean like families church yeah. like you know families all that i want to share a couple of examples from some of my like non-christian friends yeah so one of my work work colleagues i, I was talking to her about it today yeah right yeah because yeah. she was like oh what are you doing later latest night and yeah. i was like oh, i'm doing a podcast yeah <laughs> she's like oh what's the topic for today yeah I thought it was really cool. And I was like, oh, we're talking about the love language. And, ah, and we like just had a really good chat about it. Yeah, right. Tell me. She's uh, she's currently engaged, has been dating her partner for a number of years. Mm. Very happy together. They're going to get married sometime soon. Mm. And she was sharing how like their discussion around these love languages has helped shape and form the way that they express and give. Yeah. So 
give and receive love to each other mm. where they realize both of them really enjoy quality time. Yeah. And they've noticed in their relationship that when they don't have quality time, yeah. they fight more. And it's not necessarily the whole idea of like, oh, just like quality time, like we need to do that and then we won't fight. Mm. But they notice that the trends mm. lead to, to them fighting more when they don't have quality time. Yeah. Th- something she pointed out as well is that quality time was it was them hanging out together. Mm. And they love doing activities. So it could be going for a walk. It could be like, you know, going down the beach, rock climbing, doing stuff like that. Yeah. But when they did things together as a group or like didn't see each other for long periods of time, they, they found that they fought more. Yeah. So they realized and identified that and gone, yeah, we need to probably plug into trying to spend some time together. Yeah. Quality. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. But that's kind of every relationship though. It is. But I think sometimes relationships break down because they don't identify that. Yeah, or the stronger points, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Another example as well was actually with my high school mates. Yeah. We had a really good conversation about this because uh, like long story short, I, I'd sort of gone through a recent episode like where it was like uh, I was dating someone mm. and yeah, like long story short, the, the five live languages was almost like a, a breaking point, if that makes sense, mm. where there was a real miscommunication. Mm between <laughs> josh remembers this story uh no i don't josh, remember this i don't even remember <laughs> i was just like just a broken human being from it no it was it was actually a tricky time yeah because essentially i want to be sensitive to the information but I like the person assumed particular love language like in a in in like a negative way yeah um and, and not in a way that i I like receive it mm. if that makes sense yeah. so fundamentally it came back to what we were talking about before being like this is how I love yeah and this is how I give love yeah therefore anything that's opposite to that mm. doesn't work for me yeah um and obviously like it didn't work out mm. with this person and stuff like that and like it it, it cut a fair bit mm. for me personally like I was obviously a little bit devastated by the events of what happened yeah and so I was talking to my high school mates about it and and they they gave me some really mm. interesting advice okay which is really cool yeah um, have you met my high school mates? No. Oh, they're real ones. Yeah. They, they're good boys. Yeah. But one of the things that they talk about is like, they, they still love the love languages mm. because it helps them give a framework for how they can learn to love and receive yeah. from someone. But then it also gives them an ability to grow. Yeah. Because let's just say if, if your um, love language is acts of service, yeah. right? I have to learn how to do that well, when to do that, when is the right time to do it and when is not. Mm. It actually, it gives you a challenge, which is good. Yeah. If you could figure out how to love your partner straight away in the first three weeks of, of dating, like it'd just be boring. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it's actually something they're challenged to work on. Yeah. One of the biggest things that they said was the love languages is is one way that you can learn how do you receive love. Yeah. But what it's actually really beneficial for is how do you give, like how do you show love yeah. to another person mm. and challenges you because the reality is there's going to be a love language that you think is the best that you give to other people yeah. and not every person is going to receive that. Yeah. Let me explain that. So if physical touch is the best way that I give yeah. love, not every person that you meet is going to receive physical touch as their number one yeah. love language. Yeah. So mm. therefore, you need to learn yeah. how to show it to them. And I was listening to this. I'm like, yo, that's why. Wait, you need to learn how to show them physical touch or you yeah. need to learn how to yeah. show or them like different, different touch love. love. So let's just say if like they're number five. Mm. So you need to show, learn how to show them what their number one would be, mm. which could be your number five. Mm. Does that make mm. sense? Yeah. Because inevitably, like that guy was saying, is that there's one love language, yeah. which is like your number one. Yeah. 
And then there's a way that you, that's how you receive it. But there's also a way that you show love, mm. which you always lean to. Yeah. A lot of my friends, Christian friends, mm. always go quality time. That's how I show love. Mm. Yeah. And then they think that like, oh, I just having a, a chat over coffee. Yeah. That's me showing love. Yeah. Mm. Like, dude, there's, there's more to life than that. You know, yeah. even in terms of that quality time, mm. like what you think might be quality time might not be the same for me. Mm. Like you're just sharing your life with me and go like, yeah, we just had a great time. Great old chat. Yeah. But you didn't. Yeah. Yo, like I'm struggling with this. Yeah. We didn't even talk about that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I thought that was really interesting when my high school mates were saying that. The other thing that they mentioned as well is that the five life languages have been helpful for them to grow closer together. Oh. Oh. Mm. As mates, <laughs> right? Good. Old blokes, these guys. Yeah. And they've learned that actually each of them receive love in a very unique way. Yeah. And so one of the guys, I'll call him Jay, he was saying, I know how to love A and A and I and A and D mm. in different ways. And he shows that in different ways. So for one of the guys, he'll go and play basketball and shoot hoops with them. Yeah. Because they love doing that. Yeah. For another one, he'll go and grab coffee. Yeah. Mm. For another one, he'll go and game yeah. with them. For another one, he'll just talk banter. Yeah. And just like joke around. Because mm. he knows like how to show love in different ways that he's learned over like 10 years of friendship. Yeah. Mm. And it would be very unique for each person. Mm. Mm. So hearing that from a high school mate, so I was like, man, they're, they're really understand it and that that i think is where i sit with the five love languages is that i don't think it's complete garbage Mm. Mm. i think that it's gold it's gold if it is used in a way that goes okay i can identify for me naturally there's a tendency for how i receive love Mm -hmm. but the fundamental that i need to learn is that it's a challenge for me to grow in the things that i don't like in order to show Mm. love to another person and how do we know that's biblical because it's called sacrificial love yeah and jesus showed that to us yeah yeah in the ultimate way yeah so if you think it's hard to do that, go go read the Bible. Yeah. Go suss the gospel out and see what sacrificial love looks like. Yeah. Because we can use that as a term. And that's what I think we do as Christians is we use usher sacrificial love. Mm. Do you though? Yeah. Mm. Because if it doesn't challenge you, if it doesn't make you feel uncomfortable, mm. Showing that if love. it is not the natural tendencies of what you do, it is not sacrificial love. Yeah. Mm. Right? If it doesn't hurt. If it doesn't hurt, yeah, like it should genuinely challenge you mm. to mm. do those things. Mm. One example I know is that, like, I think words of affirmation I find with blokes, mm. like we find it really hard. Yeah, to it do hurts that me someone. every time I say nice thing about you. Yeah, I can understand. <laughs> Get a really wake up to it. <sighs> okay, you're nice, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, take thanks, the deep breath. Man. Exhale. Inhale. And, yeah. exhale, and say it again. This guy has to do five minutes yeah. of meditation before he can oh, even say something nice that. to me. <laughs> but um, like, yeah, we find it really hard to hear that. Mm. And so, like, sometimes when you give like a words of affirmation to a bloke, they just be like, yeah, yeah, like don't, don't worry, don't worry about, it, don't worry about it. But then mm. they're also crying out for it. They're mm. like, oh, like, why doesn't my mum or my dad ever like affirm what I do? Do you mm. know what I mean? Mm. So like we were talking about before, there's like ca- f- family characteristics to the way that we show love. Sometimes we're going to dig into it and be like, yo, like actually what, you know what? These are, this words of affirmation is something that I really do cherish, but I find it hard to hear that because I never received that when I was growing up. Yeah, right. Mm. Mm. So it goes like, it challenges us to like, oh, that's how we're receiving it. When somebody says something nice to me to go, actually, thank you. Praise God. Mm. Josh does that really well where he goes like, oh, like it's not the praise is coming to me. It's, it's talk God. Yeah. Oh, praise God. Praise, praise God. I did well on this mm. test or praise God. I've got a killer car or yeah. something like that. Yeah. 
his car's pretty average anyway, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still the <laughs> best car. <laughs> There's okay. a word of affirmation. It is Get rid of your car, dog. <laughs> and then that will evolve into uh, the, the gift giving, right? Does that make it sense? That makes sense. Right. And it's supposed to be like, like you mentioned, it's challenging mm. because it takes for a time for you as well to know that person, know your friends and know how they are wired. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then trying yeah. to not put your terms on them, but actually loving how, identify what they how they feel loved and do that. I think that's challenging because it mm. could be not our uh, way to feel loved, mm. but yeah. we just do anyway for them because what? We, we, because we care for them. Because yeah. I know, uh, I don't know, I know D, I know H, H for a long time now. Mm. Uh, long time. So, long long time. time. Here's a problem though. <laughs> this is a problem though. No, no, it's not a problem. I just feel like every time I talk, I need to say that. Just to, you know, stir it up. <laughs> yeah, you love stirring the pot. Jing, 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 jing. No, no, seriously. No, it's good. I think there's mm. two things that we got to do though. Yeah. Is A, identify from the other person mm. how they want to be loved and giving them the love that they yeah. wanted in. Yeah. Right? That's one, which is you, you mentioned that and you founded upon that very clearly and very yep. well. But the second is be open to receiving love in ways that don't you don't appreciate yeah. it. Mm. 100%. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's really interesting because out of all loving scenarios, right? Arguably, your partner, like your sexual partner, your mate is the only partner that you choose to be with mm. in some way. Your sexual partner, your mate. Yeah. Is so you talk, that you so you're talking about like your sexual partner and your mate? No, and no, yeah, it's separate. Your mate as in like an animal mate, right? Oh, like, like yeah. So oh, mate. Uh, okay. so your sexual mating. partner. Your sexual yeah, yeah. Sexual, yeah uh, I see. I see. Arguably, yeah. is somebody that you choose to be with. Yeah. But there's plenty of love scenarios out there. Mm. Or maybe you, you choose your friends to be with them, but we've established yep. that that's not true fellowship, right? For example, if you go to church, you mm. might be called to love people that you don't want to love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But you clearly love your wife or your husband because you mm. want to love them, right? Yeah. Although that also evolves into somebody who you don't want to love as well, right? How many marriages do you know is a constant effort to actually to love them? Yeah. Yep. So there's an illusion there that there is some sort of a choice in there. Mm. So... So I think there's still a lot up in the air of love languages that don't match up. And it's it's not it's it's just simply for the fact that we are broken. That, and yep. there's love languages that are that are more than five, right? That means there's literally five different types of girls that you could ever meet. Mm-hmm. And to a random girl, there's literally five different types of guys that she could ever meet, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it can become very reduced yeah, to that format, yeah. right? So and that's so like you're saying there's more. There's, there's more, more to it. To so it. what I want to yeah. see, right, in love and relationships whether that's male and female and, you know, sexual to friendships or even father and child or anything, mother and son, yep. whatever, is that open-mindedness. Because mm. mm. if our yep. hearts were hard and it was, wasn't was soft and it was close, how will we ever receive the love of Jesus Christ? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Mm. And, and what I have a problem with is this book doesn't do anything to open our minds. I don't think it does. Yeah. I don't think it does. It helps us identify how ajar somebody mm. else's love door is yeah right so let's let's just fling wide that open the, the door right because so, because mm. i feel, genuinely feel like you can meet more people that way yeah yeah you can when you don't close off yeah there's more there's yeah. more color in in this in this world right yeah. so i think that's a really important thing yeah, 100. yeah, yeah I, I, I totally agree with that. forget to do now second is we mentioned sacrificial love mm. i think that applies across the board well but i watched hassan minaj stand up oh yo he has got to be one Big of the funniest, funniest comedians I, That's I, right. I don't meet. That's right. Huge shout out. But So good. He talks about how like, 
you know, the parents, the generation gap, right? The whole thing about generational gap is that your parents are sacrificially loving you, but you just don't. You don't see it. You don't, you don't see understand it. it. Yeah. Mm. Like, so in a, in a situation where we are called to love, which is like parents and children, right? Yeah. Just because your parents are loving you in the way that they want to love you. So I live with my mom. I live yeah. with my mom, right? So um, I love my mom dearly, right? But there are times where I'm just like, mom, like, can you, can you just like, so what happened the other day was you, you were there, right? She, she had something happen to her back. And because, oh, yeah. Yeah, because of your medical profession, you could yeah. look at that, right? Yeah. And I felt incredibly like proud and loved by the situation. Oh, that, okay. Hey, I yeah, had right. a friend who could do looking after. Like we live in a society where medical attention isn't available just like that. But you yeah, showed yeah. up on the day that we were having a problem and because of our friendship, yeah. you were able to look after straight away. But well, it's kind of a coincidence. Like, was I, coincidence I was just there yeah, yeah. that day. Yeah. And like my mom was totally uncomfortable with that situation. Yeah. And right. I was totally yep. mad at the fact that she had so much self-consciousness. You mean she was, she was uncomfortable with me, like, yeah, like but it wasn't helping us? Anybody yeah. that goes there, anyone, mm, anyone that yeah. shows, showers her with love, she feels like, really? But that's to oh, do well. with her past and everything. Yeah, okay. She's always been like the giver when she receives. Yes. She just sucks at receiving. Yeah. And I got really mad at that. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, mom, why are you like this? Why can't you just receive the way that it's just, and it's good for you, right? Yeah. She yeah. knows not receiving that love later has implications for my discomfort as well. Because if she's mm. sick every day, you know, it's not, she's mm. not, you know, out and about, mm. you know, I, yeah. puts a lot of discomfort on me as well because yeah. I've got to put up with that. Yeah. And I've got to support that even more. Yeah, it makes you feel sad so as well. Yeah, so she would rather yeah. put me in discomfort than put an, a stranger in discomfort as well. Like, I'm just like, yeah. mom, come on, like, why? Yeah. And I can't change her at all. I can't change her at all. Now, can I say then, oh, you know, uh, hey, mom, you're not opening your, your heart enough here mm. to receive love in a particular way. It's, it mm. is a hard thing. So those two things that I highlighted before. Yeah. Learn to give love in the way that they would like to be. Be open. And be open. Two things. Yeah. Extremely difficult things. Especially yeah. when you and that's what I felt as well. So you gotta we gotta keep that humble mentality when we're young. But you yeah, know what? Def- that openness closes because of pain as well and hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And past trauma as well. Which comes back to something you were talking about before yeah. in terms of trust. Yeah. Like we as a society find it so hard to trust mm. one another. Exactly right. So so mum said to me this, just love me the way I want to be loved. <laughs> <laughs> so that means yeah. if I feel yeah, uncomfortable, yeah. like the hell with your friend, the hell with whatever, right? Just yeah. love me the way I want to be yeah, loved. Yeah. And that is you coming in here, putting up with my discomfort, you being discomfort. Like, and I, just hearing that was very, very difficult. Uh-huh. Yeah. So when it's all about, you know, oh, exchange gifts and like, you know, uh, let's give them a kiss and like, you know, spend some time together, we'll go for coffee. Like it's all sunlights and daisies, but when it comes to actually doing something really difficult, are you ready for that? Mm, That's something yeah. that I want to implore with people yeah because the the gravity of love is not one that is appreciated in this book i don't think so because yeah. love is and, and really because you said you said that love somebody when it's really really difficult to do it yeah right? mm. and, it, and that difficulty isn't always just like go hanging up on a freaking cross which mm. we have very thankfully and graciously received right mm. but but in many ways it's it's going to dig into your pain yeah, and you're hurt as well. So yeah, and and you know this isn't just like a you know, generational gap sort of love, but it's also like it will happen in your marriage as well. Yeah, it'll yeah. happen, happen with, with your friendships yeah. and all that as well, and with it, your it, kids it, as well. It is infinitely hard as well. Like a lot of what we're talking about is like you know challenge yourself and like work through things that are really painful and hard. And you know we're not we're not speaking into every situation, knowing what's going on with with every single person. We understand that sometimes digging into those past hurts 
are incredibly traumatic mm. and can lead people down a spiral. Yeah. And, and that like almost give rise to very, I don't know if this is the right word, but like grotesque ways of being loved, right? <laughs> Which is just like, it's so niche. Like the love that they want to receive is so yeah, very yeah. niche, right? And I see that in my friends. I gave yeah. my mum as an example, but see my friends, some of the girls I met in the past. Yeah. Like some of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like S&M, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you talking about? No, but like, I mean, one, th- one thing from that is that like, it, if you don't sort of address some of those yeah. kind of past hurts and trauma is that it, it would inevitably lead you like one down like a mental spiral, but mm. then also down a spiral of like what you're expecting from the world, like from each other mm. and then the way that you try to get that love as, as like Kay was saying is like it becomes kind of grotesque in that way mm. is that it becomes really really hard for mm. people to to figure out how to love you but then also how you receive it and that's where like the good their gospel speaks into that yeah is that we know that the desires of our heart are flawed mm. and the thing about the love languages is that it inherently is looking for your love desires mm. we know as as human beings we are broken we are sinful human mm, beings right. therefore our desires are going to be flawed mm. so if i therefore look to receive love in a way that i think is right it is inherently going to be flawed broken mm. we need to hear that mm. and that's where the gospel speaks into that mm. you know what I mean? that christ speaks into hurt christ speaks into brokenness it speaks into trauma mm. that jesus loves you more than the five love languages. Mm. Mm. Jesus loves you so immensely. It's, it's how, how deep, how far, how wide mm. is mm. the love of Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Amen. Amen. And if you're listening to this podcast and, and you're not a, a believer mm. and you're doing love really well, mm. you know, like mm. I, I share my example of my work colleague. Mm. I think I was so encouraged him in that. Yeah. You know, it inspires me that one day if, if I have a partner and, and, you know, we're getting engaged or we're married, that it inspires me to love a partner mm. like that. Mm. I really, really love the way that my work colleague is going about about things. Yeah. Mm. But you can never love someone the way that Jesus loves you. Amen. Mm. And when you understand that love, it, it speaks deeper than the five love languages. That's right. It speaks to all complexities of love. Mm. Jesus makes it so simple by saying, if you follow me, mm. you shall receive love. Yeah. And when we follow Jesus, not the love languages, mm. we know how to love one another. Mm. That peace of Christ rules in your heart. Mm. And therefore, the way that you show love, the way you receive love, the way you interpret how you're experiencing love mm. becomes shaped by the cross. And mm. I think that is the beauty of of christianity amen. Mm. amen again if you if you don't know that please please reach out to us we'd love to we'd love to share that with yep. you mm, for sure can, can i add to that like i was just like thinking about this and this is really helpful in talking about how our love like human love is flawed but the key is the gospel and and god's love and i think what the highlight for me will be the impact of uh, love the gospel is or god's love is love that's saved yeah the impact is uh, bigger than anything and it satisfies our soul satisfies us it's pretty much really literally save us mm. well us when we love one another in our term it's it's you know or it is so, sometimes it will be flawed and difficult yeah but the difference with the gospel is that it is the lo- love that again love that saved us and that's why, yeah, I think figuring out how to love one another is good, but also I think remember how we'll try to love them to show the bigger love, which is God's love, who saved not. Amen. I want to drop a bomb. 
Mm. Okay. Right. Over I, feel like you, I feel like you've already dropped a few bombs. Yeah. But. So I saw this video on TikTok and I've mentioned this a lot to you. Bit of a sensitive topic. Yeah. Is um, there is this guy who has homosexual attractions. Uh-huh. And he made a video starting off saying, dear LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. I suggest that you have a look at the Bible. This is his words, not mine. Yeah. Because within it, you'll find love that fills every bit of your desire. Mm-hmm. So that without even having to act on these desires, you will find fulfillment. You will yeah. find your emptiness filled. And I find that incredibly powerful because we're literally looking at this book and going, the other person will fill this void. But what if there was something even greater? You might yeah. be in a relationship right now and you might find that the love language that you want is not being filled by your partner. And the love that you are expressing to your partner is not filling their love either. But there's, if there's one love that could actually fill every bit of your void, mm. whether that's your love tank, whether mm. it's your money tank, your reputation tank, whether it's your peace tank, mm-hmm. there's one love that will fill it in and that's the love of Jesus Christ. So for those who mm. aren't mm. believing, for those who do not yet know the love of Jesus Christ because of whatever circumstance you might be in, whatever barriers there might be in, I really pray, we all here really pray mm. that you will give reading the Bible a go. Yeah. Because you within it, you'll find immense just bucket loads of love immense love beyond measure that's right and and wouldn't we agree when we say we live daily filled with that joy yeah despite our brokenness yeah 100 percent. amen yeah amen well oh, what a podcast today a lot of content covered five love languages is it real or is it garbage you decide for yourself. That's right. We'd love to love to hear what your thoughts are on it. Mm. And uh, there's a there's a particular song that we play that reminds us of how to love that we played previously, and we thought we'd uh, just finish off there. Just CCC end, end off with a spiritual song. We'll right uh, we'll catch you later. Peace. Peace. Yeah. You had a lot of crooks trying to steal your heart. Never really had luck. Couldn't ever figure out how to love.